Hey, it's Monday. Let me tell you about American Home Shield, our sponsor. Got a great show coming up for you. When it comes to uh, repairing or uh, replacing parts of a major home system, don't you just love it? Seriously. Hey, the refrigerator's down. That's going to be inexpensive. Hey, the dishwasher's broken. Don't worry about it. Ah, the television just fell off the wall. Not a big deal. We got money growing out of our ears. You know what I mean? No, that's hair grown out of your ears, uh, most likely. Keep your home up and running and your budget on track with American Home Shield. American Home Shield. They've been around for 50 years. If they can't repair your covered item, they replace it. And you don't have to worry about it. It's the warranty for the price that you can afford. So keep your home up and going. Comprehensive plans, $50 off the most comprehensive plans they've ever had. It's ahs.com slash Beck. That's American Home Shield, ahs.com slash Beck. Service free fees, limitations, and exclusions uh, do apply. See plan for details. Find the plan that's right for you. American Home Shield. Be sure with the shield. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. Afghanistan decision at the Pentagon and the White House. We're going to take a look. I've got an anniversary cake and everything. Uh, it's great. It's great. Uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, one year anniversary and just how great it really, it really was. And then we're going to go and project this towards the future because what lesson has anyone learned that's on later on in the program today is a day i want to hear from you because there's so much going on but i want to start with a conversation that i had friday with jesse kelly on a blaze exclusive so this aired friday night and uh i don't know if i'm out of step with you i really don't know and i want to start with that and then get your response at 888-727-BECK. Today, the phones are open for you. 888-727-BECK. All right. But first, you sick, twisted freak. Let me tell you about the Tuttle Twins. History is critical, absolutely critical. And understanding the past is the most important way of not making the same mistake over and over and over again. And I'm trying to pass that passion on to my kids, and it's been hard. 
Well, now there is something that will really help you because parents say all the time, I don't know about his. I don't know. I know we're all going to learn together. It's all really, really good. But you don't want a current textbook from the schools because that ain't giving you the story. And it is it's crap. It's total crap. Here's the thing. History is the greatest story ever told. American history is amazing. Tuttle Twins books have just come out with a history book. It is uh, uh, American history, 1215 to 1776. Right now, you can go there before the offer is gone, throwing in their audiobooks, workbooks, and so much more. Uh, go now, get the deal of the free sample chapter before it's too late at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Oh, my goodness. And we have to also uh, talk about Donald Trump and the Fourth Amendment today um, because I got a little problem with the warrant that came out Friday. Just a little bit. Um, that sounded like I was drinking again. Just a, a, just a, little, just a, a little bit. Um, let's, uh, let's first play a conversation that I had uh, on, uh, on Friday. Here it is. There is nothing, nothing. Um, I've had this argument before. I had Roger Ailes tell me this. Glenn, we all love the Constitution, but we got to do what we got to do. No, we don't. No, we don't. We act within the framework of the Constitution and decency. We did do some horrible things. It's called Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But we did it because it actually saved more lives than it killed. There was reason behind it. It wasn't like, let's just burn them and put their shadows in the sidewalk. No. Well, who's saying that? I agree with you there, Glenn. I, I, I want it done legally and purposely and to an end. I, I want an anti-communist end to it. I don't want to live in a country like this. I don't I'm either. not celebrating this. Right, this, but, is, this sucks. I think right. it's awful. But I, I when think you say somebody like Franco, that, that, I don't want to live under Franco. And well, I, neither do I. But I don't I don't also want to live in a country where we do these kinds of where they're allowed to do these kinds of things to us and they're right. allowed to do them unafraid. The most shocking thing is not that the FBI is crazy or the IRS is expanding or, or, or any of these things that they've done. None of these things are the most shocking thing to me. The most shocking thing to me was Christopher Ray sitting in front of the GOP Senate, knowing he was about to raid the former president's home over nothing. And not only did he sit there in front of them, he told them, hey. Wrap this up, senators. I got to go take a plane, a government-funded plane on a vacation. What shocks me most is how unafraid they are of the right. They are completely so, unafraid of the right, and that we can never win that way. So I, I talked to uh, Jesse. By the way, that's Jesse Kelly. Um, I talked to Jesse Kelly uh, about it, and what disturbed me in our conversation was I kept going back and thinking, okay, I think we agree Mm -hmm. But then he would say, we've done the Constitution. We've done it. No, we haven't done it. We have not done it. Um, we haven't done it in a long time. That's the problem. And he had brought up Franco and saying, you would be surprised how authoritarian I would be on this. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean by that? Do you mean you'll enforce the letter and the spirit of the law? Because I'm for that. And he's like, no, I'd go for Franco. I'm like, you're not going to go for Frank. What are you talking about? But I think this is the debate that America on the right is having. 
And do, do, I, do we have faith? Do we still believe in miracles? Because I don't hear people as a group, as a group, reaching out and saying what Martin Luther King did. And that is, we have to be Christ-like. What George Washington said, what Abraham Lincoln knew, only when we turn back to him will we be able to stand. And everybody interprets that as, ah, well, that's not going to work. You just want to sit here and wait for God. No. Stu said something to me today as we were talking about it on the air. Uh, you know, our faith kind of has a unique story to it. <laughs> yeah, there is a, I mean, I, uh, it's tough because I know, you know, I know Jesse relatively well. He's, yeah. a, he's a good dude and, 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 you know, supports the Constitution. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure yeah, yeah. it's not going to turn into a commu- uh, kind of socialist dictator anytime soon. Um, but this debate is real on the right in which you have this uh there's this temptation to say, if we are just doing what we think is right, they're going to roll all over us, right? We can't just sit here and be victims of the left breaking all the rules, and then we sit here and we play by the rules and we get rolled over. I think that is an, uh, a feeling and an instinct that both of us can completely understand. Like, I, I feel that way often, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we get rolled over, and a lot of times it's because we're doing what's right. no. No, it's because our side won't do anything. For instance, mm-hmm. how many times has Fauci lied? I don't have the answer. Rand Paul says over and over and over again. There's good been several examples. Okay, right. Okay. So how many times? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a world where if you lied to Congress, you went to jail. Okay. You went to jail. Contempt of Congress, you lied to us. Why aren't people going to jail just for lying to Congress? They have the power to do that in November or January if they win the House. I don't want to hear about hearings. I don't want to hear about them. I want to hear about results. And here's how you can do it. What they have to do is have a hearing and then refer it to the Justice Department. Nothing's going to happen with the Justice Department. Okay? Nothing. But Congress can act on its own. Congress can take back the purse strings. Uh, What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, the IRS out of control. Here's an idea. Take back Congress and then Congress, you stand up and say, yeah, IRS, we're not sending you any of that money. Congress alone has that power. We're not going to send that to you. Nope, we don't get it. Oh, gee, the Pentagon's out of control. Guess who's not getting some money? Uh, the DOJ, we, we need more. Hmm. Until we see you arresting and doing the right thing, no matter who it is, left or right, until you start cleaning up your act and start firing people, no, mm-mm. <gasps> that's anti-police. No, it's not. It's actually very pro-police. It's anti-corrupt police. It's anti-corruption. That's what it is. 
And until they take that power back, and you don't have to hate anybody for it. In fact, if you go in with vengeance, then it's not justice. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the the interesting part of this is trying to find that line. Because if you follow the rules so closely that you never, as Jesse was pointing out, put any fear in in the other side. They're not Correct. afraid of any consequences. Correct. Then you will get rolled over. Correct. However, you also have to do that within the bounds of your principles, which is difficult at times. You know, it's like a lot of, I, I hear people, not not Jesse, but I've, I've heard people say things to the, basically the example of like, look, we have to break our own rules. No. We have to, we have to do things that we don't, we don't think are right. No. Because if we don't, we will lose. And it's like, you we lose if we do, you know, that that's an easier argument to make for, I think, secular conservatives who might be, you know, non-religious or not, at least not Christian per se. But it's like when you're talking about your faith, I mean, this, this sort of central story of the faith is a guy who literally was up on a cross and didn't really push back because he wanted to do everything that was right. Like he was, he was so committed to the principles. Pretty thing committed. Pretty that committed. He yeah. actually was crucified mm-hmm. over these ideas and mm-hmm. principles. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that, Hey, we might lose unless we break rules. Isn't something that's particularly germane to Christianity. <laughs> like, and it is the reason why Gandhi starved himself. Because he was trying to do what Jesus did. No, he didn't starve himself so India would be set free and the oppression would stop. No, he starved himself because his own supporters, his own supporters were were starting to engage in violence and going, this isn't going to work. Right, you know, right. when did when did the right stop believing in miracles? I mean, as you said, the guy got off the cross. Okay, kind of a big miracle. This audience, this audience knows that we were founded through miracle after miracle after miracle. I could give them to you, but I think you know them. So if it was founded because the people in, in impossible odds... Because the people had reliance on the truth and on God. Why wouldn't it work now? And I think, you know, you you could look back at like the, for example, the Revolutionary War, right? And a time where we are, uh, we are um, up against an impossible opponent, have no chance to win, right? And we wind up winning. Well, we didn't wind up winning just because we we hoped for the best. Mm-hmm. We prayed, right? Like that was certainly part of it, yeah. of course, and probably the real reason why we won. But we also changed tactics and we also did things that weren't always the norm. Yes. They weren't against our principles, though. No, but they were. They we did standing change behind a tree instead of lining up on a big <laughs> right. battlefield. That was a good change. Just seems like common sense more than anything else. Yeah, no, it's right. true. It's true. Yeah. But that was a big difference. Yes, you know, I think, if I may, I think this is part of the reason why people uh, like Ron DeSantis. 
Yes. And it's because he's been able to find this line. He's not breaking principles, but he's changing tactics and, he's, and taking and he's not the being, enemy seriously, a political enemy seriously. He's not being a jerk about it either. I, I don't find him to be a jerk. I think the left does find him to well, be a I jerk. Well, I can't but, help the left. Right. I can't help the left. If, you know, you speak the truth. Yeah. And that makes you a fascist. I think no, mostly, no. though, he's been able to walk that line, right? Like where he's yes. been able to do things that are well within his authority. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's been able to uh, to connect with those with those big problems that are happening mm-hmm. and push back against them. I mean, I think the Disney thing has shown results, right. not just in Disney, but in other corporations that have suddenly. Yeah, it hasn't shown results with Disney. No, but, but it's, it's, it's worked with, with others. other companies yeah. that are like, let's just not get in the middle of this right, right now. And, and, and that's that's all you need. And let, and let me tell you something. When he does things and he does them within the law, they last. They last. He's he's changing the laws and writing them for a new kind of society because we're under attack. And he's doing it all constitutionally. That's the best way to do it. And the left will just scream authoritarian. Let them. They point to a dude in a dress and scream woman. (laughs) So I don't really, you know, subscribe to their lingo and their new definitions. That's not a fascist. That's not an authoritarian. I am a constitutionalist. And I believe in protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States of America. And that means no more Mr. Nice Guy. It is time to enforce the laws. And that doesn't mean we go in with a warrant that is a general warrant like they did with Trump. No, Hmm. that's unconstitutional. We do it the right way. Otherwise, we lose everything and become everything we despise. But. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. But that ain't going to happen with a McConnell unless you guys get involved. Unless everybody calls his office and everybody else's office in, in, in the Senate and says, enough. Enough is enough. Because he really thinks that we're just... A small group and, you know, just uh, in the minority. And that's not what real bloggers He kind of. Is he the beast? <laughs> nah, he's just a turtle. Yurtle the turtle. Peace of mind can be hard to come by these days, especially financial peace of mind. Why? Can't imagine why. Now more than ever, it is time for you to cut back on spending uh, where you don't need to spend. It is a time to be saving money where you can and basically doing everything you can to ensure your family's financial security. If you haven't already, please give American Financing a call today. They are America's home for home loans. And here's the best part about them. They're honest. They're not going to get you into something that you don't need because they work for you, not the bank. Get the free mortgage review in 10 minutes. You could be on your way to saving hundreds of dollars a month, possibly even as much as a thousand. Peace of mind. Make that phone call now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. 
888-727-BECK. I would really like to hear your voice um, because I think I'm out of touch or I'm not out of touch. I think I'm out of step um, because this is not going to be an easy sell. It's just not. And I don't mean for me. I mean, for you, I whatever America decides to do, America's going to decide to do. I just know what I and my family are going to do. Well, I mean, I don't think you're out of step with you know, we were just talking about Ron DeSantis as being maybe the guy who's walked this line really well. I don't think that's out of step at all with with the audience and of the Republican Party and of conservatives. I think generally speaking, they want that. They just don't want nothing. They don't want we're going to sit back oh, and be the, be the polite, uh, boring people that are just going to well, get rolled over. But they also don't want, by the way, you crashing your car into the Capitol and and then you know, lighting yourself on fire or going to shoot up the the FBI office in Cincinnati. And now we don't know the stories behind both of those cases, but like there's a there's a a fringe of a fringe of a fringe that is getting so desperate they feel like there's no hope. And now that you know they're we could easily that's what they see. want you to feel that's what they want. They want they, they the want you to feel hopeless. The media wants it desperately. Yes. They want you to take the bait and go do something crazy. Yes. And, and, they, and they, want, they want us separating each other. They want us breaking mm-hmm. apart so we can't agree on everything. That's one reason why if Donald Trump decides to run and he's got all the numbers, I hope that DeSantis doesn't or they work something out between them so we don't divide ourselves. There's not an ugly fight. Uh, because we can't afford it right now. We have to be in lockstep. Uh, because that's what they want. That's truly what they want. All right, 888-727-BECK. Uh, I've only got one minute. So, Tom, I don't want to shortchange you or anybody else that is uh, calling and waiting. You can get in now at 888-727-BECK. So hold on if you're holding. Um, and we'll get to you here in uh, in just a minute. Also, I don't know if I'm going to have time today, but there is an amazing story in the Atlantic. Catholics have weaponized the rosary. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. uh, I mean, it's as dangerous as a handgun now. The rosary is. Now, I know a lot of Catholics that believe that to be true, but God would be holding the one with a spiritual gun. You know what I mean? Not the Catholics with the rosary. They're kind of busy reciting prayers and, you know, being on their knees and stuff. The rosary. It's an amazing uh, look from the Atlantic, which goes into our Wednesday night special about the war on religion. The Glenn Beck Program. Connie lives in Nevada, and she's been dealing with uh, back and hip issues for years. She tried a ton of things to combat her pain. Nothing really worked, and the pain just got worse as time wore on. Then she heard me talking about Relief Factor, and she decided to give it a try. Why not? Nothing else was helping. Within two days, she said, she was already starting to feel a decrease in the pain. And not long after that, her pain disappeared entirely. Connie, that's amazing. That is not usually what happens. Uh, but God bless it. Relief factor. It is not going to space you out because it's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and it's, they mixed four key ingredients together. 
that will help fight the inflammation. Three-week quick start, developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more, which says a lot. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. Again, that's relieffactor.com, 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor, feel the difference. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is a place you can go to see that entire Jesse Kelly interview. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. Monkeypox. Yes, it is time for your Monday Monkeypox update. Some very important news coming from the World Health Organization that I think you need to know before we go to the phones. 888-727-BECK. The World Health Organization, the WHO, would like you to know monkeypox is being transmitted by humans and not monkeys. Yeah, I, I know. So if you've been having sex with monkeys, don't worry about it. I think that's what they, right? Uh, let's think, go yeah, to the, it seems like they're almost encouraging it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to South Carolina and Tom. Hello, Tom. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, hi. Thank you. You bet. Hey, I uh, I was just commenting. I, I tried to get a hold of you guys uh, last weekend when you were talking to uh, Mike Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, you were asked you asked him if he was gonna if he was willing to uh, prosecute Hillary Clinton if they had that opportunity, and he said no. At least that's what I think I remember him saying. And uh, it it hit me right then. That's where the two dear pure justice system comes from, because one side has refused to enforce consequences based on the law, and the other side is doing whatever they want. It's like that safe zone of schools where yes. kids will go. You know, yes, They'll go there because they don't have to worry about being hurt or anything or no consequences right and so and it's from a uh, this this lie and misunderstanding of christianity about jesus's mercy and love is mercy and love is that's not what it is without justice yes it's no longer all it's no longer a good thing right and when they do that because they're trying to appear good you know they're actually harming people uh-huh. They're putting their own appearance uh-huh. above the welfare of everybody else. Exactly That's right. Some people, here's, the, here's the thing. Tom, as long as the American people go there and we don't go with vengeance, and that's going to be really hard because, if, for, for instance, Donald Trump, that guy has been repeatedly raped by the left over and over and over and over again, and they keep the same people keep getting away with it. And if you don't have control of the Justice Department, and that's what Congress will say, we don't have control of the Justice Department. You know, after the elections, we'll have control of Congress, maybe the Senate, but we can't do anything. Well, so that's why we'll have investigations and then we'll refer it to the Justice Department. No, these people have lied under oath. All of them, all of them, the same people that swore out the warrant are the same people that brought us the Steele dossier. They're on the record lying to Congress. So until you can clean up the Justice Department, Congress, hold them accountable. 
And we have to use every tool we can that is legal and constitutional. I'm just sick of these Republicans who who just think that that's too crazy. You know, I, I really think that Mitch McConnell still thinks it's 1975. He just is like, well, that's the way we always done it. I mean, when that young whippersnapper Orrin Hatch was around, we would have a flag burning amendment. It's a different world, man. It's a different world. And it is time for the right to get serious. And I don't mean the people. I mean, there's no reason to go after the FBI. It's not the FBI's fault. It's Congress's fault. They known this forever. They've known it forever. They did nothing about it. You, 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 want, uh, you, you want justice? Great. You had the House and the Senate. What'd you do? Well, honestly, what did you do? Well, we passed a lot of flag-burning What did you do? Cut the budget. Oh, well, we can't because, yes, Congress can. Congress can absolutely cut the budget. Don't need the Senate. You need Congress. They hold the purse strings. Yeah. Not going to give them that money. Nope. Why aren't they doing it? Well, you're going to shut down the government and we're going to look like we just are anti-government. A government that is doing this kind of harm to the nation? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have it closed for a few weeks than open. I mean, until you get it cleaned up. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, if you're going in for, uh, I don't know, some sort of... Uh, some sort of, you know, clinical trials. You know, you're going in for some sort of a, a workup to see how your body is. And uh, the doctor that you're going is riddled with monkey pox and gonorrhea. I think we shut his office down for a while. Yeah, but what will happen to the people after I see him? I don't know. They'll be okay. They'll be better than seeing the doctor with monkey pox and gonorrhea. I'm just saying. That's the way we have to start looking at it. Dan in Idaho, you're on the Glenbeck program. Yes, sir. I would just like to share my perspective with you on the Jesse Kelly interview. Um, I spent six years in special operations and spent a bunch of time in African countries that were in civil war. Mm. I also have had in-depth conversations with a friend of mine who has spent a bunch of time in the Balkans working for the U.S. government at pretty sensitive levels. And we both agree that if we don't seriously change the trajectory of our country, we're inevitably headed for that type of experience here. And neither of us particularly are excited about that. But when we look at Congress and look at what they've done, I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Correct. So with Congress, you know, if they do something great, I believe in miracles too, but that's about what you'll need to get something done through them. Yes. And you've been on a big push to do things locally, and that's definitely a part of the solution. Yes. It's a big part but of I the think, solution. Yes, sir. And we've seen good success with that. But I think you're not out of step with the American people, but I think that the key piece you're missing is that the American people are starting to realize that you have to be willing to explore options 
that were previously off the table for whatever reason that may be. And at least, even if you're like, okay, that's not the time to do this, or that's not the time to go this far. You have to at least be willing to have that conversation of what options should we be exploring to redress this? Because we're in absolutely unprecedented times. And as the Declaration of Independence says, when there's a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object to reduce a people under absolute despotism, it's the right and duty to basically do whatever reforms are necessary up to and including abolishing the government. And I think we're at a point in our Republic where we have to ask how far do we need to go to fix this problem? Because if we don't fix this problem, it will go all the way and it will just be absolute chaos and insanity because eventually people will just lash out, not even trying to redress it, but just because they have no other option. And I mean, even George Washington used to take Tories in America at the point of bayonet, confiscate all their property without or without compensation, kick them out of the country. So I think what Jelly Kessie is, or excuse me, Jesse Kelly is saying, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he's saying, in effect, we need to start having honest and difficult conversations yes. about what do we do? And Martin Luther King and Gandhi were very wise and intelligent. And in certain applications, their approach works. Bonhoeffer tried and failed. Why? Because, because he was in a system that was so broken. Yeah, not a that- system. No, 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 wait. Not a system. The Christians had already closed their heart. The churches were gone. The people yes, were sir. not open to that message. And we have to evaluate, are the people here still open to the message of Christ? And I mean, really open to it. I mean, they all thought they were Christians, you know, as they were singing louder as the trains went by to Auschwitz. Um, are we there yet? Because well, once uh, that happens, it's too late for, for a Gandhi yep. approach. Yep, I believe Stu would refer to that as suboptimal. <laughs> yes. Um, but the, the worst catchphrase think, in the history of radio. People know me for the word suboptimal. <laughs> yeah, I think, though, that um, what people are trying to balance, and it's a hard balance, is embracing the teachings of Jesus, but also not forgetting that at times he was the guy who fashioned a weapon and went into the temple and beat people until they fled from their livelihood and their property. And, you know, he's God. So you got to go, okay, that wasn't wrong in that situation, but the key element is to have discernment as to what is called for in the times you live in. Correct. Mm. And that's the hardest part. Yeah. And I, and it was the hardest part. Look, you know, our, our founders did the same thing. Our founders, they were all preaching. No, patience, calm, cool, collected, until they started marching into the cities with an army. And then Concord is a great example. I think it's Concord. Um, the It was the churches led by the pastors that said, everybody, grab your gun. We're going out. And they were the ones that met the first. And that, that's where it's, you know, you do not shoot unless fired upon and you can't be aggressive when it comes to that stuff. You can defend yourself, but you can't be aggressive on that things at this point. 
we must be brutally aggressive with the law and the Constitution. I, the last thing that we should ever think of is, oh, you want to play that game? Well, two can play at that game. I'll go get a fake warrant, too. No, no, no. We don't need to. They've already told us who they are. And Tifa, we already know who they are. These people went to prison 30 years ago. We're just not putting them in prison. We're just not enforcing the law. You're trying to burn down buildings. You're terrorizing towns. Uh, no, I don't think you walk around with us. I, I think you're, no, nah, yeah. I, I think we're going to put you in jail. And until that happens, if it's the only branch of government we have, which is the Congress, well, then that's what Congress has to do. One branch. You're not powerless. And if I hear the Republicans, I swear to you, I have I've called my Republican friends and I've saying this every day to them. If you get into Congress and you're like, we're going to hold hearings and that's all you're going to do. Americans already know the truth. We already know what it is. Okay, you, you know, we've watched your hearings in the past. We know who's lying, who's not lying. It's on the record. Go put those people in jail. Because if they don't act after November, that will be the last time the Republicans win an election. Period. It will be the last time. Because people have had it. We've given you power over and over again, and you keep saying you're going to do something, then you don't do anything, this is it. We have one chance with Congress and one chance with a new president. And then I think we're out of chances. Back in just a minute. Uh, if you're going to start the process of buying or selling a home or both things at the same time, guessing you've worked really, really hard to get where you are today. And you want that process to go as well as it can. You want a great offer on the house that you're selling. You want a fair price within your budget for the one you're buying. But getting those things done is difficult. And the housing market isn't doing any favors for you right now. Really on either side. Real Estate Agents I Trust. A free service to you. It's our best way of ensuring that you're going to get the, po the best possible agent to help you through the process. Somebody who knows the best practices. Who is dedicated to making sure that you have the best selling or buying process possible. Our agents are in it to win it for you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free referral service. Free for you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This, oops. Uh, hang on just a second. I'm just filling in for Glenn. Uh, just... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how I pushed the wrong button. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. That was weird. Um, do we have time? How much time do we have? We have two minutes. Let me go to uh, Angela. Hello, Angela. Hello. Thank you guys for taking my call. It's an amazing honor and privilege to thank visit you. with you. I've been listening to you for about a decade. Wow, thank you. Uh, I live in the great state of Texas, but in another part, the High Plains, where... People work hard and grow 
beef to feed America. Yeah, good. And what is happening in my neck of the woods is exactly what you're talking about. People with average educations and average uh, intelligence, so to speak, but realize what is happening makes zero sense. If I had a suspicious activity report on my bank account, one, if not two, if <laughs> not three, I would be, you know, right down to the district attorney and they'd be trying to prosecute sure. me. And I work in financial services. I can't make any mistakes with people's funds or I'm going to get in big trouble. So this is the Wild West. And everyone recognizes that the Republican Party are sitting there as complete lame ducks and wanting things to be done the right way and the legal way with the Constitution, but no one's doing anything. So we have hearing after hearing after hearing and realize nothing's going to happen. So with us average Americans, if we get audited, we're going to go to jail. We're going to fight until we can prove that we're innocent. Yes. We're going to be guilty until innocent. Yes. And we realize that is not how America is supposed to go. And I haven't given one dime to the Republican Party in the last eight years because they're doing nothing. I agree. And everyone is frustrated. The Democrats have overplayed their hand. They have nothing to lose. And I swear they sit in the Oval Office every single day and just say, these American people are so stupid. Let's see what else we could get get away with. And they're getting away with everything. Yeah. So it is time for us to not target the left, but to target the GOP and say, look, You've been a grave disappointment. You over here, you've been great. You're a grave disappointment. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure the other guy wins in November. And send a constant message, especially to Mitch McConnell. It ain't 1975. The Glenn Beck Program.